1: Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me.
0: All right, so uh, excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about the importance of having a differentiated brand positioning strategy and uh, ways that people can grow their audiences cost-effectively. So big topics, um, lots of business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives um, listening to this right now, and I know they're going to get a lot of value out of it. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing as a marketing consultant and fractional CMO to your clients. So Tell us a little bit more about your business, please.
1: Sure. You know, I, I've been in, uh, marketing for, for a long time and I've worked for lots of companies, you know, early in my career. I worked for a lot of big companies like, like Disney and Major League Baseball on Hallmark. Um, but more recently I've been working with a lot of startups and early stage, uh, startups as well. So I really help companies, you know, with their digital marketing strategy, um, with coming up with customer acquisition strategies, global branding. Um and really helping companies you know grow and scale their business cost cost effectively.
0: That's awesome. Um and I think that's a great transition. So let's uh let's just jump right into today's topic. So having a differentiated brand positioning strategy and growing an audience cost effectively. I mean big topics. Where do you want to start with this one?
1: Sure. Um you know, look, it, it's interesting because you know, back when I worked for, for bigger companies like Hallmark and, and, and Disney. Uh, you know, let's say, you know, t- more traditional companies, brand positioning was always really the the, the, the most important thing um, that you needed to, to focus on. And, and and really, it helped define your, your overall strategy um, and really guides it, um, which, and, you know, more recently as I've worked with startups, I, I find that a lot of startups, not all, but some startups, you know, once they get funded, they immediately try to go from, you know, uh, that that early phase to when they get funding to then immediately trying to scale their business. And sometimes they really don't spend a lot of time or really any time on the brand positioning and making sure they're clearly defining, you know, what their value proposition is, what's different and better about their, their product or their service. And so I think um, it's uh, something that, you know, people don't seem to be paying attention to quite as much as they used to, and they really should be, um, because before you, start driving traffic to your product or service, you really need to ideally have it framed through a a, a brand positioning strategy that's going to really make sure you're conveying what's different and better and and converting, so you're converting your customers uh, at the highest rate possible.
0: I love it. And I think... you're you're completely right. Number one. So once upon a time, when you know, when budgets, when, when I, I would argue a lot of technology has to do with this too, is that when technology was much more expensive, when when it was a luxury to think about brand positioning or things like that. Like that used to be a luxury that only big brands could think about. But now, with so many different services and ways to be able to do that, even even at the startup phase, even pre-business, like there's just so many ways to do things now in a very cost-effective way. I just think that um, that can't be overlooked anymore.
1: Yeah. And, and so what I've helped companies do is, you know, and, and it could vary, you know, depending on, on, on uh, a company's budget, but at a minimum, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing, you know, some type of a SWOT analysis, you know, what are your strengths, and weaknesses, what are the opportunities and threats, you know, what is different and better about your product or service? You know, you want to make sure you also are defining and, and understand what your brand tone and, and your, your personality is, what are your values? Uh, what's the brand values? There's you know, things along those lines, you know, um, and if there's a mission for the company, you know, great. Um, and, and as I said, once you've taken the time to, to come up with that unique brand positioning and are able to clearly convey not only what is different and better about your product or service on a rational level, but also how you're going to connect with your, Audience on a, on a more of an emotional level. And that's really where the tone and the personality, um, you know, come into play. And, and both of those factors are really important. And then once you have that in place, then all the messaging you come up with, you know, the, it, the, the brand positioning acts as a filter for all of your marketing communication. And that's going to guide you to make sure you, whatever you're, you're conveying is, is, you know, is consistent with your brand and is going to you know, make is it going to be differentiated and is it going to, you know, resonate with your customer. That's awesome.
0: Um, let's uh, switch it up a bit. So um, let, let's talk a little bit more about what it means and kind of ways that you've been able to help people um, grow audiences um, cost effectively, which is a big deal. Cost is always a big deal.
1: Sure. Yeah. And, and look, I've worked with all kinds of budgets. You know, I've been, you know, I started out uh, my career earlier in my career when, you know, a lot of products, uh, even entertainment, I've done a lot of entertainment and technology. Uh, products and, but you know, even you know, not too long ago, things like video games and music and movies were sold in at retail. Um, obviously, all that stuff has gone online and, and on mobile, and so I've gone through that transition. Um, but you know, clearly for for entertainment products, for you know, for digital products, um, technology related industries, online is, is obviously the key. Um, and, you know, I've worked with a lot of subscription based companies as well as, you know, e-commerce and, and things like that. But, um, you know, I guess first and foremost, really what I always would emphasize to any company is you want to make sure you really have a solid foundation to build upon for getting traffic, getting quality traffic. And that starts with organic traffic and, and, in, and improving your SEO. So that your organic search traffic, um, you can start to scale that and grow that because that's traffic that you'll get month over month. It's really an investment in order to grow that. Um, Whereas if you're running paid campaigns, you know, that's great um, when you need to do that and and there's a place and time for running paid campaigns to to really accelerate um, your marketing efforts. Um, But once you stop running those paid campaigns, you know, that traffic typically Goes away, so um, I really have to start with you know with SEO uh, and, and and building that base of organic traffic and and things like referral marketing and other things that are um, you know are or more organic and viral in nature. That's awesome.
0: Um, so, Brad, uh, if somebody's listening to this, um, what are the types of and they're interested in following up and learning more. Um, So what are the types of companies that you typically like to work with, whether it's industries or niches or otherwise?
1: Yeah, in general, I I am flexible, but in general, you know, my wheelhouse is in working with industries that um, are in, you know, the entertainment space in some way, either I've worked in the video streaming space, I've worked in the video gaming space, I'm working with music licensing companies, um, or technology, and I've done everything from mobile banking um and and, uh, and fintech and other things. So but certainly um you know I, I I work with all kinds of companies and you know you don't have to fit a specific industry or or genre or vertical um you know to to, to benefit from these types of strategies and, and tactics.
0: That's awesome. So Brad, what's the best way for people to reach out and to connect if they want more info?
1: Sure. I'm I'm on LinkedIn and I would encourage anyone who's interested in learning more to check out my profile profile on LinkedIn and you can see learn a little bit more more about my experience there and um, some of my work and um, I and I'm you know I uh, have an account where anyone can connect with me for free on LinkedIn fantastic.
0: Well, Brad, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing more about your background and uh, all the great work you're doing, um, helping people out as a fractional CMO and helping them um, into the audience. As always, thank you for tuning in. Hope we got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, and if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments in the video. I'd love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Brad, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Thanks for having me.